Have y'all seen Hamilton? Have y'all watched it? I think it's terrible. I knew you would say that. Why, though? I think What's it's your bad. Listen, I know you're going to say because I'm a Republican or something. <laughs> that's not it. I, and I but that's not the R word I was going to use. <laughs> Here's what I don't like. I don't feel like you can dislike something anymore. I think it's bad. Yeah. I think the music is bad and the singing and the lyrics, I think, are bad. I watched it and thought it felt like a it felt like a high school play that thought it was super cool and clever. My family loves it. I mean, they listen. My daughters listen to the soundtrack all the time. It's always on. And so when I watched it, all I felt was I'm really old because I could not keep up with the rapping. The rapping in it, I could not follow the story with the rapping. Yeah, but don't you like, think I it's bad rapping? It doesn't even sound like good rapping to me. That's what I'm it's saying. Not the, I, well, it's not the best, but I mean, it, I think it fits the musical, and I thought it was enjoyable. I actually thought it was enjoyable. I mean, there, obviously anything could be better, but I didn't think it was that bad. I just couldn't. It was hard for me to follow the storyline with the music sometimes because they were rapping fast or something. I was like, what is he? Is that? Is that his son or is that the wait? Is that the woman he's with or is it the other woman? Or, you know, it was just hard for me to follow a little bit. So, but I thought it was neat. It made me once again want to Emory to write a musical. I had this idea too. I just thought we should do we. Uh, it probably won't be our next special, but maybe the next special after that, we should turn. Um, you were never alone into a, a musical, a biblical and, musical. A biblical, biblical musical. Yeah. So, so a lot of people, you know, so that whole album, it, every song is a story from the Bible. Yeah, we got to make them come to life. Which is really cool, too, because we didn't That'd tell anybody awesome. for six six months. Like, everybody just thought, oh, this is just another Emmy record. And then we blasted them with, oh, yeah, this is, you know, uh, Samson and Delilah. This is, you know, all this stuff. We got the, we probably still have the audio of that. But I was saying we could put out the podcast, we could read it. But we could have real actors on a stage, and they we perform You Were Never Alone and the actors do the biblical stories of it, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it, it was a nine or ten biblical stories ending with Jesus on the cross. And we would play the music live with it. Yeah, with the orchestra. But you had to write more music with, with lines yes. in it. Like we'd write yes. based on those vibes into like. Right. Move. So like the it. interludes. Like yeah. And, and I was even thinking, you know what? A lot of people uh, uh, who I forget who was talking about it. But now like at rap shows, uh, you know, like if you go to see uh, your, your favorite rapper ever, they'll just play song after song and don't even like finish them. They, they just play like, you know, <laughs> they just get enough into the two, two thirds of the song and they just move on or they go, all right. Yeah. What's up? You know? Like, and I was like, that's cool. Yeah. I thought that I, like, why wouldn't we do like, what if we play, you know, cause do you really need the whole thing? You get a couple choruses. You get, together, you, know what I mean? you get the idea. So anyway, the nostalgia y'all doing you know what I mean? What the right. fuck? Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think we could play like, you know, two thirds of a song, and then we have a new little interlude song that is maybe you know a little bit more depth with the storyline or whatever. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, I like probably, it. 
they probably do more like mashups, kind, you know, almost like, you know, like a song kind of just blends into another song and it's like, okay, yeah. now we're in this, is this song. So I think it just, it seems like it doesn't work as well for rock maybe, but you could probably do something like that. But I do like the musical I, idea. That'd be kind of cool. Cramming more hits in the, the I, you know, it's a density of the hits, I think. I yeah. called Matt Carter a few years ago about an idea for an emo musical. I don't know if you remember that, Matt. I don't but remember the plot. Like, I get well, a lot of pitches, like, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's like, like a, a down and out. It's a down out, down <laughs> and out on his luck drummer. Listen, it, <laughs> with a broken femur. <laughs> it's always. It's, <laughs> well, come on, Larry David writes about his life. What is it about? No, it was like it was, you do like a Moulin Rouge type thing where you use mm-hmm. pop song, you use emo songs. You don't have to write the music. You just right. apply them to a storyline, and I had a storyline. And so you would find the right emo song that would go with the storyline you were doing. And yep. uh, But, yeah, it, it did involve basically everything with the autobiographical, for sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> but there's some good stuff in there. There's some good yep, stuff. There is. <laughs> well, speaking of that kind of thing, of the songs and the stories put together, how about songs and stories in the Midwest this weekend? Oh, yeah. Up? How about that? We're getting on a plane it. in a couple of days. Um, I'm flying. Town, I'm flying into Chicago and show the same day. I'm excited about it because I got four yep. shows in four days, and uh, both show days are travel days. So that's like <laughs> yeah. maximum density. Yeah. I'm going from West Coast to East Coast. Four shows in four days, and home in four days. That's cool. And, yeah, and Toby and I have gotten so good at the efficiency of these things that we do the fourth mm. show is a matinee show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And what's crazy is people home. love it. I know. The matinee show kills. I think I, I, I guess we have an older fan. That's in Indianapolis. An, so an aging, yeah, in Indianapolis, it's a matinee show. And everybody, like, I just think they love it because it's like the after, it's Sunday afternoon. Yeah. You know, not much is going on. You got to eat a big old lunch. And yeah. then you get to see your favorite band for, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. Who wouldn't rather do that than go yeah. at like 8 o'clock at night on a Sunday? Who, you gotta go I know. Tomorrow. Why do you want to see oh, Emory at 10 stupid. p.m. on a Sunday night? What, what an ideal what day. sick fuck would want that yeah, well, what, else, what, what else would you want on a sunday say wake up go worship get a big old lunch mm-hmm. emory concert done oh, and done then do you do the anything after and then do you do anything after that no i don't That's know like, then you can do a little you walk around downtown do a little shopping yeah <laughs> it's nice you can have a nice little day that's what i'm saying like it's not the sun didn't even say it warm sun on your face when you walk out of the emory show and warm sun on your face so third <laughs> unbelievable so thursday we're playing chicago Yes, we are. I go on Thursday. The Grand Rapids area on Friday. We're playing Holland, which is kind of like a suburb sort of. They know. Okay, of Grand Rapids. <laughs> yeah, and everybody then, else doesn't know, but in Grand Rapids, they do know. The and people then, that are buying the tickets, right? they get They'll it. know. And then Detroit. <laughs> we're playing Detroit. And then Indianapolis, the matinee show. So get your tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah actually. Ma- to the LA listeners. Get them now. Actually, Indianapolis, I think there's only like five tickets left. All right. Damn. For the Detroit. matinee show? Yeah. I'm telling well, you. Why they aren't all matinees then? I don't know. That's what I've been <laughs> well, thinking. Maybe we should make then you could add a matinee. Then we could add a late show. That might get exciting sometimes. Well, Thursday and Friday kind of are hard for matinees and work, but Saturday and Sunday, matinees? Definitely. Yeah. Then you could add a late show if it's sold out, right? That's like yeah, comedians. Right. That's what comedians do, yeah. Isn't that I funny like how. It. How y'all like that now, the idea of a day show. But back in the day, to me, playing late at night on Sunday was like, wow, my friends back home, they are at school, work tomorrow. And I get to just stay up late and party at this show. 
Yeah, no. And then you know, yeah. not have to be anywhere good tomorrow. Like, yeah, we first or, or whatever. Well, we we get, we got we did not like late shows almost immediately though. Like we oh, really? never wanted to play late. Our band always wanted to play. I remember latest show ever was uh in Louisiana. No, oh, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. That was all something. No, it was one in the morning. Oh, I think, I think we started, started at midnight one. or something like that. That's least, stupid. Yeah. It was unbelievable. That's and stupid. and here's why that's what's the Spanish moon. Yeah, they make Baton you go on late. But we went to we on the way there. We stopped at that restaurant. Remember, it was a really cool restaurant with a huge, large uh, porch in the back. Yep. Chimes. Um, yeah, chimes. What chimes? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I started drinking then. I, so it was like eleven or noon or something like that. And I started drinking. <laughs> and remember, it rained really hard. It was oh like yeah, this crazy yeah, rain. Yeah. But I was just started. I mean, I was pounding drinks at chimes or whatever. And twelve I, hours I, before you set. And and then yeah, and, and then I. <laughs> And I just kept drinking, like, but extra. I don't know why. I guess because I, I was, think it was Fourth of July. Yeah, it might have been. And, yes, because yeah, we went up on the roof and yeah. saw all the fireworks after. That was, no, that couldn't have been the same time because here, or maybe we saw them before our show because it was midnight. <laughs> I bet we saw. Yeah, we went up there and saw them before our show. Anyway, I got super drunk, like unbelievably drunk before the show. So like six p.m., I'm wasted. <laughs> and I remember we went up there on the roof and everything, and I am completely wasted. So. We weren't playing until midnight or what? I'm almost certain it was one, but maybe it was midnight. But either way, super late for me. So I went on the bus and took a nap. And then I woke up with like the most like hungover migraine headache of my life. Like, like, and I was so deep asleep. Y'all woke me up in my bunk yeah. and said, Toby, come on. Come on. I went, oh, and then this, the agony and the pain. And I had to go on stage for an hour and sing and scream with like a headache that you couldn't believe. And when I got off stage, my head was hurting so bad that I walked immediately from the stage to my bunk and laid down and eventually passed out. And that I didn't room is so again hot. The rest of the night. It was so oh, it's unbelievable. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, it's crazy, but that was the worst. I mean, and what's really crazy is we had to play super late at uh, um, South by Southwest in Austin one time too. And I did the same. I took a nap before the show. And that's the worst thing you can do because then you're just, oh, because, you know, I'd been drinking. Yeah, that's bad. Then, too, for sure. Austin, you got to drink. That's crazy. Like that's law. crazy. Anyway, where can they get the tickets for the songs and stories? They can go to, that? basically, just go to emorymusic.com and it pretty much points you in any direction. So go there, get a ticket. Right on. And we're also um, in the registration for the 69 challenge for the Knuckle Breaker Challenge right now. 69 days <laughs> of. Uh, mental and physical fitness. So y'all gearing up for it. We pushed the date to start back because people are slow getting, you know, how people are. People like us. Yeah. Yeah, we made it. We might have made it a little too short a time for people to decide because you need that, like, uh, you, need, you, you need, need a little that, period like, of week, dread. You need that weekend where you really go overboard. You yeah. know what I mean? We're like, oh, God, I got to <laughs> get back. I got to get back in control. So uh, that's same. Where do they go to get, sign up for that? Same spot? That's at knucklebreakerchallenge.com. We got a domain for it. But yeah. Um, but that's so it go. That basically runs it. The registration closes on May 4th and it'll run from May 6th to July 13th. There's some free, you know, there's days off in there. There's a group part of the challenge or individual. Uh, you can customize it yourself. It's the kind of <clears throat> method we use to build our habits and do that kind of thing we do as a group challenge. This is probably the sixth or eighth one, someone, something like that. Now, I don't know what yeah. number we're on. We should have a number on it. Probably it's six. Pro it's probably an like uh, odd number. Anyway, it's like it's probably it's the seventh five one. five or, or seven, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 
So that's knucklebreakerchallenge.com. You can go there to look it up and get the the info on, on exactly how it works. But it's just the kind of thing where we, you know, build it, do a discipline, do it as a team, and it's good for your fitness and mental goals that you got. Yep. All right, I'm excited that, about it. Yeah, I have to get. I've been working out, but this I've been week, doing pretty good. Yeah. The, the last week and a half has been a little rough because I was like, well, it's the the. Uh, comp- competition's coming up. The challenge is coming up, and I've been doing kind of bad, like just making kind of bad decisions. Like, like tonight, I don't. This is when I don't understand why I do. I just like make a quick decision about food, and it's always the wrong one. There's never a quick decision about food that I made the right one. So, like the tonight, speed with which you make the decision. Tonight, like I your this best big, decisions very slow. It has to be for me with, with just with food mostly. But, like, tonight, I was, like, after we ate d- dinner, I had a big dinner, and then uh, I had to have a big old ice cream after. So, I got this ice cream, um, and I ate the ice cream, and then I went and sat down while I was eating ice cream and looked at my phone, and then I got up, and it was, like, almost, like, just in a fog. I walked immediately to where I'd hidden my Cadbury eggs, and I ate a big old Cadbury egg, too. And I don't know why. <laughs> I, I, I didn't even want it. It was, like, it just... It was like no stopping. It, it was it. awakened. It was like it was I was awakened. in a dream. You know when you're in yeah. a dream and you're moving really slow and you wish you could move faster or you can't punch hard or whatever it is, you know? Like it felt like that. And I just and then the Cadbury egg was gone and I was like, why did I do that? Why <laughs> did I eat this? I did I would love to have this another time. Like when I could really enjoy it. I didn't even enjoy it. I just consumed it like a dog. Breathed it. <laughs> just, <laughs> I, that's really what I do. I mean, it's crazy. All all drinks and edible things, I almost consume like an animal, just a dog. That's just like you know, because my dogs, I throw something at them, they just. You get they, the distinct sense that they didn't appreciate it. Yes, it makes me really yeah. sad for them. Like, you, like if I gave them a piece of steak or a piece of poop, they don't. They just consume. Like they didn't. Wouldn't you know what I mean? Like there's really almost no. They don't ever get extra enjoyment out of anything. Yeah. Ever. Well, that's probably better. To be honest, yeah. with that's you. better. Yeah, than what? Than putting so much value on food, right? Uh huh. Because that's what I do is I put high, high value, value on food instead high of just value. Instead of just thinking of it like I need energy, energy. Okay, uh-huh. now I'm done with the energy. Move yeah. on. That's how dogs think. They just think I'm. I need energy, and then they just eat it, and then they're done. They don't care about the taste of it even. Yeah. Well, that, it's not that they would say that they enjoy eating. They're no, dogs. No, they just have a preference to have eaten anything that they could get. Yeah. They want anything that could be food to have been eaten by them. Yes. But they don't say, I enjoy eating the food, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> they just want it to have been consumed by them. Is the, the now, the thing. thing that is pissing me off now, though, my dogs, if we don't give them dry food and wet food for breakfast and dinner, they, they, look, they like kind of almost put their nose up. And walk away from it. They will walk away, and I'm like, "What? What do you do? I have to give you wet food and dry oh, food together." Yeah. And I mean, it's pissing me off. I clean yeah. the shit. They tear. They, they own tear you. everything up. They tear own you. everything up. You're I mean, done. There's nothing. I've been working on my yard. Good God. Anyway, um, so I learned something this week, and so Devin and I went and saw a movie this week. What was the name of that movie? The Northman. Northman. And it, it was the guy in it. Um, I loved it. He's the, uh, I forget what vampire he is on True Blood. That's where Scars, I first saw Skarsgård, right? Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. It's not Bill. It's Aunt Alexander. Something like that. Adrian. 
He's kind of the blonde, blondish. Yeah. He is so huge in this movie. I, I mean, almost like the size of the rock. I mean, it's and not the, yeah, the way they portray him defined too, just, and everything, but it, I mean, he was so massive. But anyway, so Devin and I get there and we definitely snuck in some candy. Devin got candy before for us before we went. We snuck it in. We had we, we sitting down, all the stuff. And I, and I realized halfway through the movie that where we were sitting, like in the middle, we were just right in the middle. And I was like, uh, and so I, <laughs> I had to write it down. I didn't want Devin to see me. I wrote down, uh, Okay, and so these are my thoughts, all right? So this is You wrote the, it down for the, the podcast when you went to the movie. I saw I, you I, typing on your phone. Yeah, I that's like, I knew you, but I was trying there. to hide it. Because I knew <laughs> you were, I mean, I knew I knew you you were writing down it. some idea and I was like, Well, I don't care. Well, well I've been trying to I've been trying to title my thoughts lately, right? So nice. this is this one is called Dev Picks Middle Seats. <laughs> 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 I wrote I picked side seats <laughs> I said You know kind of out of the way With less people But Devin Picks the middle seats And he sees the And this is where it gets deep for me <laughs> and, Okay this encompasses Devin thinks Well that's the best seat Yeah the so view you, So you would just You would just you get, get it in the Right yeah. So it made me realize Devin makes his choices like that, and I make side seat choices, meaning Devin sees the world straight on. And oh, yeah. I, I see it from an angle. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. I see the whole world oh, yeah. from a, an a, angle. I'm over angle. here looking, and, I, and I'm enjoying it. It's a weird angle, too. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Devin sees it That's a good the point. way that and, and his straight on causes him less anxiety, even though if I pick those middle seats, it would cause me so much more anxiety. Like, I was just thinking we're around more people. If we were over here on the side, there'd be less people. You see, it's a big screen. What do you need to be? You know, but Devin is choosing right, and I'm over here on the side looking at a, like a 45-degree angle at the world. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Just to avoid yeah. something. Yeah, being near people or the chance of being uncomfortable or whatever. And, you know, and it's fine. Every time Devin always picks the seats, and it's totally fine, and I enjoy it. I'm glad that he does that. It's better for me. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, I not only get better seats, but it's better for my brain and everything. But it's. I mean, I, I can flirt 10% over if you want me to next yeah, time. I, get I, little, I mean, I probably go something. 30% over for sure. <laughs> no, but I. So I get that. I do understand that. Now, I do take into consideration yeah. the amount of people, the population <laughs> in the middle. If, there, now, if, if it's, you see if seats it's feeling full. a little crowded, yeah. if there's people, you know, I'm okay, okay I'm right. going to go over a little bit. But once I get beyond that 25, 30% to one side, yeah. I'm like, what are we doing here? Are we yeah, trying, well, not, do, well, we trying just, not to enjoy the movie? No, that's a thing it's that people just like. It's good <laughs> over there, but it is an angle. True. Devin's one of those people. There's a lot of people like it, but that for a lot of reasons, but Devin's one of them where they think they can get the good thing, whereas Toby and I think. Whatever the good seat is, we couldn't possibly have it. Right. Like, we don't get there early and think, because I want to get the good seat, you know, because that's, like, we don't think that way. Like, I I know I'm getting the side leftover, whatever, so yeah. I might as well show up late and then try to just sneak right. into something. Because that's what that's what that's it's true. like to me. I don't walk in and think, well, this is going to go well for me. 
They don't have that like you, air. Like you think I'm going to have to work for something good or yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, it's not going to work out anyway, so I'm probably late, and I'm probably in the wrong room, and I've got <laughs> these people, are they're mad at me because I'm sitting weird or whatever. Like, that's the, what it's, the experience is like for yeah, me. Yeah, I like, worry the people staring at me like, oh he, oh, he got that seat. That's the, that's the fuckhead that got the seat. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I would mean, be I'm embarrassed. Like, Damn it. I, didn't, I wouldn't I want to show up in a nice much. car either because they're like, right. who, I just, that's not me. I don't get the good seat. I didn't want it was never a question. The worst part was five rows in front of us, maybe oh, a yeah. guy would not stop coughing, but the worst cough you've ever heard it was like, like wet and gurgly yeah. and he so couldn't good. stop. And it was, um, I mean, it was like, oh, oh. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. It was like that, that loud <laughs> while you're trying to watch the Northman. It was that yeah, it was loud. Like, it was like and, lung cancer cough. And then at the end of the movie, Devin and I would go to the bathroom. We're in the bathroom. And I was like, man, that guy coughing. Devin's like, I know. It's unbelievable. I give it the door opens. <laughs> I quit. I just held my pee and left. I just left. I, I could have filled another gallon full of pee and I just got out of there. I couldn't believe. I was like, my Lord. And I felt so. I mean, it, I guess it wasn't COVID. Or something. I mean, maybe just, he might be dying of cancer, and yeah, he wanted to go see a few more cancer. movies before he died. But yeah, oh, dear God, let don't let it be COVID. Anything, lung cancer, what, anything. That was but, his last movie. You know, he just yeah, what should he have done? Not gone. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I got another. I have another thought. If y'all want to hear it, yeah. And then we're going to the damn news after that. Oh, too, we got so the damn news. Rolling. Yeah, we got yeah. the damn news coming up too. I forgot about that. Uh, okay, this was titled "Can You Imagine?" All right. Uh, can you imagine? Okay, you know how amazing it would be if you could for one day live in like LeBron James' body, like an, a, a, yes. a superior athlete that could run and is agile and can move in, in ways that you never would ever be able to, like so fast. Like some of those wide receivers that run in the NFL combine that are, you know, are like four, four, uh, two, four, three, whatever, you know, it's unbelievable. I was like, man, or Usain Bolt, if you could just run like that just for one day. I mean, it'd be like the best drug you ever took or something. I think getting it'd into be their, cool. being their body, it'd be unbelievable. But it made me think, I was like, oh my gosh, imagine this. Imagine that you are a hot girl, right? And you know it and you're really hot and you go try on a bikini <laughs> and you just know, I once people see me in this, many people will feel something or want something or desire or like, I mean, you know, I mean, a hot girl, when she picks out her bikini for the beach, mm -hmm. sees it and, and it's not a pair of shorts that you wear or whatever. It's the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like okay. imagine if you could be her and knowing that your body is just, you know, is, is going to affect people. Mm-hmm. This can what you, that would that compared to can you being imagine? LeBron James? What, well, can you yeah, imagine? like that that feeling of. Well, I don't like, think oh you can gosh. imagine. I don't think that's the point. You can't imagine. Like no right? one's ever looked at me like that. I don't know if I've. I mean, you I can't imagine it. I don't. I think. hardly have seen the look of want my way. <laughs> have y'all really? When you think about it, I was thinking about it the other day. Have you seen like a look of want? I mean, there's been you know I'm married. There's, there's been a few times where my wife wanted to have sex. <laughs> there's a couple of times I can't remember my hand that she wanted to uh, before I wanted to or something like that. But like a real, have you had somebody look at you and want you? I doubt it. I mean, I don't. I, know that, I had a girl sit next to me on a Southwest flight one time, but it was like, and I don't know how nicer way to say it. 
she was less less man. <laughs> what are you saying? She's ugly. Yeah, yeah. And like I could tell she sat by me because she talked, you know. But that was it. Right. She sat yeah, by you to want, yeah, on purpose. Yeah, yeah. I could see it. So you felt a not, little cool about that, didn't you? Or did? But it was annoying. It's kind of an insight, I guess, into how a, a hot girl might feel. Yeah, like Every oh time, yeah. God, again. Yeah, that's the truth. But I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But that, but that idea of being alone and seeing your body, and you go, oh man. Look, I feel yeah. this thing out. like that would feel pretty amazing. I but think. to be LeBron or James also. But I think it's probably harder to imagine either than you think. Like to Which imagine would you choose? It, would you choose LeBron James or the hottest girl in the world in a bikini? Which, well, I can see the downsides of every th- everybody of both, wanting yeah. your body. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know what of I mean? course. Like, oh, that would be yeah. really That's annoying and yeah, yeah. horrible in some ways probably. That's true. You have to be able yes. to like if you look like Okay, imagine you just looked and gave off the vibe like you are a great fighter. You might have to fight yeah. then. You like you know what I'm saying? You have to if you're the great athlete, somebody's going to take you down. If you you know, if yeah. you're one of the most attractive people, you know, you got a lot to deal with. You're ruining you have my, to be really my fantasy tough. though. Like you my, you might not like it as much as you In my think. fantasy nobody's <laughs> bad and it's just good people. In my fantasy is a good good person world where they they treat you right no matter what you look like or anything. But they recognize beauty. That's what. Yeah. That was my fantasy. Now you're bringing it in. How terrible humans are. Yeah. Uh, you know. All they want to do is take you down. Miserable. You I, just, I just thought it'd be cool if I was a hot girl for. They just want to use you for what you they they can use you for is what I'm saying. Whether you be LeBron James or the best most beautiful actor in the world, they just want to use you. Uh, right. That's true. Yeah. But in my fantasy, I'm just thinking. <laughs> Not the bad, only the <laughs> yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, it would be just, nice. It was cool. It was my I fantasy. How, I would do like a 360 like dunk. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? One of those windmills. That would be. Oh, man. A windmill? <laughs> Jump over a car and dunk it. Yeah. In Toby's fantasy, though, he wants to switch genders to be a hot person instead of just like Brad Pitt. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> is. Yeah, why do you have to be the female? Yeah. I just think it would like have nice breasts and a good butt <laughs> and legs and stuff. Like, I mean, Brad Pitt. I could, I mean, if I had a nutritionist and somebody to make me work out nonstop, I wouldn't look like Brad Pitt. I'm gonna say, but I, I could look similar to him. Percentages lower, attainable in right. Some way yes, I could be. I could be some in the vicinity somewhere. Not as hot as him or anything, but uh, I mean, I can never look like a super hot girl. You know what I mean? And so, it, I just think that would be really interesting. Maybe yeah, it's can't be LeBron. Yeah, and and my I have a pretty broad scope of what I think is hot. So when I say hot girl, it's almost everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spectrum. I mean, I, I I find a lot of beauty in this world. All right, I got one more. Can I give you another one? We yeah. lose Devin. We're Devin. Yeah, Great. Devin dropped yeah, off. He's, he's restarting his computer. Shit. Uh, okay, this one is called "I'm Listening for the First Time." All right. <laughs> okay. Uh. This week, that, wait, you're naming your thoughts? Is that what? Yeah, you're... I've been trying to title yeah. them because I just think okay, it kind of it, it kind of cues my memory a little bit, you know. Okay, and it, when I think back on these things, I've been trying. It's not I'm not journaling them, but I'm writing them in my notes on my phone and stuff like that. Okay, right. so this week, um, I was trying to, I don't know why I started listening to some Emory music, 
And oh, and then that's when I uh, I went through and started listening to "You Were Never Alone Again" because I hadn't listened mm-hmm. to it in a long time. I was trying to listen to another song or something, and I was trying to find a lyric or something, and uh, and I started listening. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this record! Golly, some of these lyrics!" And you know, I wrote every single lyric on that thing, and uh, so I started listening, and I got to the song "What's Stopping You," uh, and I didn't remember <laughs> almost anything <laughs> like. Nothing like it really felt like I'm listening to a new Emory song as a fan. Yeah, I couldn't. I didn't remember anything about writing it at or all. Know I mean, what was going to happen? What, next yeah, yeah, song. yeah. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. And like once it played through, it jogged my memory a little bit. But I mean, it's really crazy. Like I didn't remember, and then I started listening to other music. There's so much of Emory music I don't remember. Like, when I listen to it, that's what keys my memory in. But I have no recollection off the top of my head titles of songs or what they sound like or where they're going, what the bridge is, if it doesn't have a bridge, whatever. I just couldn't. And I was like, man, this song, what's stopping you? It's so good. I was yeah, like, it's cool. <laughs> I said, I have, I, I couldn't write it right now. Like, if you said, hey, just from your memory, write the song, what's stopping you? I couldn't do it at all. Zero chance. Nothing. Nothing, not at all. I can have no memory of that. And y'all can always, y'all are pretty good about remembering. The other day, when we were, Devin and I flying to Seattle or whatever, Devin could, can name every song in order on our records. On all of them? I, I don't know about all of them, but it was, you did two, I think we did two on the plane. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I, no it was, I, I had a couple of slip ups, though. But I mean, overall, I couldn't remember any of them. Oh, Matt, can you name the, the songs no. on "You Were You Were Never Alone"? No. Devin, can you do it? And Devin, on "You Were Never Alone." Devin wasn't really even on that album. He sang just a little bit. Yeah, I can probably get through them somehow. See if you can do it, there's no way I can. And uh, I've just listened to the record. That would be a little harder. Rock Pebble. Yep. <sighs> I thought this that was on Eve. <laughs> <laughs> That's, this is going to be a little harder. Hold on. I think I remember the next one only because I saw it. I think okay, it, the on. second one is the beginning. The beginning. I think um, that's what it is. No, it's Thrash. Oh, Thrash. Oh, yeah, You're thrash. right. Thrash. See, then, you do remember. Then it's the beginning. I do now. Right? Do I know what album Then the beginning, and then Less You Say, I think it's four. Yeah. No, that's like five. five. There's something else there. Uh, this, is yeah, hard. this is hard. I don't know. No, the, well, the Noah song. Uh, oh, okay. Um, what's that one called? Okay, so it's Rock Pebble. Oh, okay, Rock Pebble Thrash. You know what's three? Hard times. Hard times. Oh wow, yeah. Okay. Then it's the beginning. Then it's the less you say is five. Five. Six is Pink Slip, which is about seven. Moses. Oh, I know seven. No, no, I don't. I thought seven is the mo- is the no one to the deep. To the deep. Then it's what's stopping you. Then it's go wrong, young man. Then it's taken for a bath about Dave and Bathsheba and then Salvatore, Salvatore Rida, and then um, and alone. Yeah. yeah, that was hard. Crazy. I can't do that one. No way. So anyway, I I am in good shape because I get new music all the time from my own band. <laughs> I yeah, you get to, damn to li- you get to live it for real. That's awesome. I, mean, I really do. It's crazy. Do y'all listen to our albums at all? No, not unless L- I'm Lunsford, you listen. You I listen to Cities Burn? Uh, probably like once a year. I might check in on them. But, you know, I'm the drummer, so it's, I don't know what y'all feel when you're singing and stuff. And, like, you check, you know what I mean? Like, just, you only it listen feels to the different. drums. 
or no i just mean like the connection i have to them is different oh yeah you don't have the lyrical connection as much my words or my voice i can just listen to the drums and reflect on those and then think oh cody's that was cool cody good job cody or whatever you know (laughs) tj sounds cool here so i like to listen to them yeah like probably once a year um, yeah, I listen, I listen to them on occasion. I mean, I'll I'll sometimes put I I usually listen to the new albums quite quite a few times and and then I'll turn it off, then I'll let it go. But yeah. I like to give them I like to give them a decent amount of spins before I move on. I basically just get them where by the time it's getting mastered and it's not, it's, it, I get really frustrated by the end of a project. Like it's not quite done. It's not, it's, uh, it's like, what if it doesn't work yeah. out? And then finally, when I get it, there's the moment with each song where it's a peak moment for me, like here, it finally is here. And then the same when the whole album gets mastered and, and those peak experiences for me are very strong. If I, if that makes sense. Like I will yeah. often, like I'll, it'll, I'll have to clear out my time, or I'll be, yeah. like I'll be jumping around in the basement, and I'll cry or something. Like I know oh, it's, God. do you know what I'm saying? Like I'll have, I'll have a free experience <laughs> feeling the song once it. Fi- that's how I know it's, you know what I'm saying? Like the time yeah. when it's finally all complete, or it worked, or it's done, or the mix is done, and then the whole thing with the master. And those are really like peak experiences, the way I would describe them. And after them, I don't have a desire to listen again. If that makes sense. Like after Ever? it's finally, well, I mean, not for a any significant period. Like I don't, yeah. It, it's like a, it's an intense experience. And then I, it's just, I'm paying too much attention. Like that's the moment where I'm the most knowing right. the song. And then after that, it's like, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't feel like listening to it till it goes long enough to where I've forgotten as much as possible. And then I can start listening again. But I like the idea of forgetting. Right. That's what I, I mean. I'm even noticing that with movies too. Like I get to watch movies over and over now. Oh yeah, because yeah, I can't I, I can't remember <laughs> them at all. Yeah. Like it just doesn't even matter. Like I've watched several movies. I just watched. <laughs> I just watched I Frankenstein again. <laughs> Matt, Matt, you would hate this movie so bad. Oh my god, what's the one that Matt hated? The, we took him to see it. Van Helsing. Remember we was, we took you to see Van Helsing and you just couldn't oh, you hated God. it so yeah, that one wasn't, that one wasn't much. great. That was uh yeah. Wolverine was in that movie guy. Uh what's his yeah. what's his face? I can't remember his name. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, you uh, see, there we go. Um <laughs> Hey, if you are in the BC Club, make sure you uh, join the BC Club by going to the BC Club. This week we actually so we do uh, bonus episodes uh, Mondays and Fridays and we put out uh, one of the bonus episodes to the public just to show you what you're missing and so you can listen to that right now and it's just a you know a fun little uh, episode where we also talk give an update about what would Jesus uh, sell and uh, I think we talk about reality <laughs> yeah as always right I <laughs> yeah, mean uh, we talk about sleeping uh, sleeping uh, is the how you reset the the simulation resets you we talked about sleeping, so that's really going. Uh, but you get a lot of perks. Not only the two episodes, but you get uh, uh, the whole Emory catalog, the songs we're talking about, um, and and all the new re-recordings and all kinds of stuff. There's a ton of stuff in there. Uh, and one of the perks is that we read your name um, on the podcast. So, Matt, oh. do you have them pulled up? Yeah, cool. I do. Uh, read their name. I they did send their nicknames to me. So if you uh, read them, then I can uh, I can read their nicknames. All right. The first one is Desiree Villarreal. And you know what her nickname is? 
What is it? Fish face. <laughs> Fish face. <laughs> Fulton Miller. Clumsy Wumsy. <laughs> Peter Maltic. He's a hole. A <laughs> hole. <laughs> Tristan Rohrer. Fatty. <laughs> Caleb Pooney. <laughs> Hefty Wefty. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for joining the, the club yes. we appreciate thank it thank you for sending in your nicknames BBC too I, lo- I, I love all your nicknames thank you guys so much for sending those in that's really amazing. i recognize one of those names we wrote a song for for him tristan Rohr. oh yeah that's right yeah we've written a yeah. some song for him i actually okay, thought uh matt being married to a woman of latino descent would have done that first latino name a little better I did the best I could. I did the best I could. I think it's Via Real, right? Probably. Yeah, that sounds more. Come on, man. Come on. What did Matt Matt Do better. I I said Villarreal. Villarreal. What is it? What is it? I think it's Via Real. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, I'm sure it is. (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. Uh, Well, if y'all don't mind, can we get to the damn news? Yeah, we can. We can yeah, do it. But no, actually, we can't. Oh. We've got another. We got a sponsor to talk about here. A new oh, that's partner right. That we're working with. That's Hell worth, yeah. That's worth spending a minute with before we get to the damn news. And that that's is right. Anchor of Hope Box. Mm-hmm. Speaking of our new sponsor, I am so happy we have Anchor of Hope Box. And uh, did y'all get y'all's boxes in? Yeah, I got mine. Yes. We got yeah, kids fighting mine over was it. so awesome. Okay, first of all. I must have got lost in the mail. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. It's on the way. <laughs> you you were never thought of for this monster. I'm sorry. We never even thought of it. I I'm actually sorry, Lester. I did not even that didn't even cross my mind, so I apologize. But uh so Anchor of Hope Box is a fair trade subscription box and they they exist to provide opportunity and hope to marginalized artisans locally and globally. And so every month you, uh, the subscribers receive three handmade items uh, that are all crafted primarily by women coming out of every uh, coming out of very hard situations, survivors of human trafficking, refugees, and other vulnerable situations. So mine was a basket and it had like a mirror in the bottom of it. It was yeah, really so cool, we well-made. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, 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 it was like a cloth holder for chapstick, and then the chapstick was handmade too. And so it was just really awesome. I mean, and mm-hmm. it, it's just a way to connect consumers to uh, human beings behind the product. Uh, and, yeah. and they just want to spark a real they're trying to spark that you don't just go to Walmart and all these places and get stuff, get something made by somebody that really cares and is coming out of a really tough situation. Um, and you can even gift your subscription to a loved one for a birthday. Katie, I think did it for like five of her family members and friends. Mm-hmm. Um, she's done a lot. I think I'm going to do that too. Cause I, it was really well made and it, it feels, it's a really fun box to get. It really is pretty amazing. Uh, so you can gift it to loved ones and uh, they'll get something to their delivered to the door every, um, each month. So be sure to follow anchor of hope box on Instagram to stay up to date and sign up for the box at anchor of hope box.com. Um, and I'll just real quick, the, subscri- the subscription details are subscribed by the 14th of the month to receive the, uh, that month's box. Uh, subscriptions are as low as $30 a month. Use code BCPOD and you get 10% off your subscription. Isn't that cool? Anchor of Hope Box is sponsoring the K- uh, Knuckle Breaker Challenge too. And eight people right. re- will receive boxes as prizes. That is so yep. cool. Yeah, so they're prizes for the KB yep. Challenge. My kids loved them. They were fighting about which thing to get. And yep. I was just pointing out to them, I was like, these are these aren't what you get at target. These are things made by people in the world. Mm -hmm. And then there's information you can find out stuff. And then 
you know, get into it from there. So right. it's, a, it's pretty neat to have a, tan, you know, same way vinyl is important, something tangible that's real with a human connection to it. Yeah, I loved it. So I'm definitely uh, going to continue my subscription for sure. Um, all right, on to the damn news. So once again, I basically made a musical. This is on par with <laughs> ha- Hamilton, uh, West Side Story, uh, you know, all of Oklahoma. So, yeah. So basically, it's two topics on, on the damn news today. The two big things are Elon getting Twitter and Johnny Depp. Everybody's talking about mm. it. So, yep. so, Matt, if you'll play it for us and y'all just listen, and then we'll discuss the two topics after the performance. Elani Depp. Welcome to Elon. the damn news. We got a couple of good stories for you today. Let's kick it. Elon Musk has purchased Twitter. Um, I, there's a lot I could say, but why don't we hear from the man himself? What do you say? Play it. We went on a date. I was all I was talking about was electric cars. Um, that was not a, big, a winning conversation. <laughs> so it was a bit of a monologue, was it? Yeah, she said. Uh, she, she said the first question I asked her was, "Do you ever think about electric cars?" <laughs> she said, no. She so never does. So, so you learn from that. That wasn't the best yeah, startup line. Yeah, wasn't wasn't great. But, great. but it has uh, recently. It's been more effective. You know, that's not the whole story. You know who I think we should probably hear from? Brian Stilton! He does say in effect <laughs> free speech is the bedrock of a functioning democracy, and Twitter is the digital town square where matters vital to the future of humanity are debated. So in his mind, this is very serious and has been all along. He says he wants to make Twitter better than ever by, quote, enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms open, open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots, he says, and authenticating all Listen humans. to what this lady says. So he is approaching this in the same way he approaches Tesla and SpaceX. He's on a mission. He wants to save the digital planet, and in his mind, Twitter is critical to that. Except that we're all more affected by this than we are SpaceX and Tesla. Hmm. This affects all of us in terms of misinformation. How how will this change our lives? And when he says open it up to free speech, does that allow more misinformation on the platform? Good Lord. <laughs> okay, let's hear from Johnny Depp. And then she writes, my throat is yours. You're going to be the death of me, but I don't care. And then you write... I have other uses for your throat, which do not include injury. I have other uses for your throat, which do not include injury. Sorry, could you read that again? (laughs) Is the slippery whore that I donated my jizz to for a while staying there? The... What do you that think, Hamilton? <clears throat> Not bad. West Side Story. I mean, it, better know, than Hamilton. And this is current. This is a current affairs here too. Yeah, it's you almost know what I mean? in real. Hamilton time. is it's old beautiful. news. Many yeah. things have been written about Hamilton. I'm, I'm, I'm just off the cuff here. But I did. I thought it was wild that lady said that uh, this. You know, this is far more impactful than Tesla or SpaceX, <laughs> <laughs> like Twitter. She said that Twitter. with a straight face. She said because oh this my God. this affects us all. And I was like, you. You really don't. I mean, 
you don't understand <clears throat> Tesla's. I mean, everybody's all they've talked about forever is electric cars, and he did it. He did. Everybody's copying because he did it. One yeah. billionaire that everybody hates for some reason. I don't even really totally understand why they hate him. Um, but I mean, maybe because he's rich. I guess that's just what. It, but but like he did it. He pushed for. Everybody said we got to get to electric cars. We're all these fossil fuels, and he did it. And the people that uh, want that hate him. It's scary. <laughs> they he I did it. it. And SpaceX is might save our planet. We might go to another planet. I mean, we. He's doing. It's, I mean, Neuralink. I mean, he. It's uh, he. You know, he's gonna see uh, the Wi-Fi thing that he's building. You know, uh, yeah. Starlink. Starlink. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like. Uh, I mean, that lady said because he bought Twitter. It's, I mean, people are acting like it's the worst thing ever, and, and free. They're acting like free speech is dead. His whole thing is, I want everybody to be able to say stuff, and they're like, Oh no, we're fucked. Isn't that wild? I don't. I mean, I just don't. I, maybe I'm. I'm missing something. Maybe I, I, noticed, I, maybe, I don't think so. so. I noticed something a few years ago that weirded me out. I saw this was three, four years ago. A lot of people saying Elon Musk isn't smart. Right. I saw. And I was that. like, wait. I was like, wait. What are you talking about, though? Because I thought I've been sold that he was. So explain to me how he's not. Because I thought he's like a rocket scientist, basically. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it, it's we. I I'm complete. I'm with Toby. I don't get it at all. Yeah. I don't understand what it is about him that drives people so crazy. It feels like it feels to me like the the change in um, opinion towards him is does stem from Twitter. Yeah. Right. So the and things yeah, that yeah. he tweets throws he people uses, a little bit of a loop because he kind of uses kinda Twitter like. like they're kind of he taking that like a regular person, right? Right. Yeah. In but a he way, trolls. Like, well, he does troll. He does. Yeah. I don't mean regular person, but I mean he just po- he shit posts and and just says that. But he's one of the most right. powerful think, people in the world. I think his positions are often not what people expect them to be, or they're often different. Yeah. And so guess. that made people kind of rethink their their. But I don't even understand what are his positions. Thing. He's one of the biggest Obama donors in it, like ever. Like, yeah, I, I just mean he's I not going, yeah. he's not going full full woke, you know. So I think that just kind of makes people go, wait, you know, he's he's yeah. steering away like even though he's doing everything he apparently, I mean, I'm not saying he's a hero or anything necessarily, but he's doing everything he can to save the planet. That's I mean, that, I think that's his goal to some degree. Well, I mean, but, that that makes people go, "Hang on a second. There's this guy <laughs> who's doing everything he can to save the planet and he's a super genius and he's the richest man on earth. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds to starts to make people feel a little scared little that such things. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the, and, right. and, and the Twitter one, it's, um, he's saying freedom of speech. Like, right. like that's another, it's another sacred thing. Like, uh, save the planet. And these Neuralink's going to heal disease, right. and this is to free speech. Like it's like it's, and some people are saying, "Oh, he just cares about money," but isn't money obviously? Because this isn't even a good business deal, unless right. Right. unless yeah. what? Like because you know it's a good deal for him because of how whatever it is that he's going to do, he's already made a good calculation that it'll pay off. But right. to everybody else, it looks like a bad business deal, and you know it's not. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's right. the problem. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, it's not a bad idea on his part. You know, it, it at this point is a good idea for him to do whatever he's doing. Likely because people didn't believe that it was even going to go through. They're like, oh. That's just him clowning. I guess he's just rich and likes to shop, and now they're going to shut him right. down. It's like he right. probably knew how this would play out, played it, you know, ma- put them on the hook, made it, you know, like it's very it's calculated. such a good offer where it'd be right. criminal so, to turn down on that. And you don't think okay. he's going to be like, damn, I lost money on that one day. Like that's, But it's not about making money, but it's what does he want with Twitter? And then the answer is, what? I don't know. I just wanted to save the world and give free speech to everybody. What? <laughs> That's like he just this gift to the universe, like you know that scares people. You can see why it scares them. That's Musk watch. You had to think that way. It's like it's too good. What is all these moral oh. causes? Like you know what I mean? It's like he's, right. he, why, because yeah. when you ask him why is he doing it, it that money doesn't really check out. But the, but does it check out? That just he you know what he just cares about free speech. This guy they care about the children. They do it for Jesus. Like. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those. It's that people sense that, and it's they're scared. They're scared. It's scary. Like, what is the Tony Stark doing? You know what I mean? Right. I think. I think. I think he was kind of fucking around with Twitter, and then pushed it a little farther. I think he thought they wouldn't accept his terms, and then he got it because it sounds like to me. You know, I know nothing about finances. I get most of my information from like Scott Galloway or something over on Pivot Podcast, but he had to leverage a lot of his all his money's in Tesla stock. So he has to leverage against that. And so the real danger is he put up $25 billion of his own money, I think, which is leveraged against those stocks. But very easily Tesla could crash, and then he'd be really in trouble. So it is a big risk in a way, especially for the banks and for then for him, you know what I mean? Because, I mean, Tesla stock could drop, you know, how many points could it drop? And it, it would be like, uh-oh, you got to start paying back on this debt or something like that it could be kind but of crazy but he continually yeah. proves he's farther ahead not lucky or just taking it oh right like they used to say he's not as smart Lunsford's right and then they used to say yeah. he oh he's just is propped up on government subsidies on batteries or something like yeah. on lake like he was taking it you know and but it's like well still even if he takes the money out of this and then buys twitter like he's being effective so he's going to continue right. to be effective he's going to be effective with twitter right <clears throat> Like yeah. whatever he seeks to utilize Twitter for will probably be effective and profitable, right? Yeah, yeah. So what will that be? Because yeah. <laughs> they can't make Twitter that profitable. Like it's in decline and from a, or, or something right. from a financial. And he, you know, does that? I don't know if he's just going to go turn it around. It seems, or, or, yeah, it wow. seems to me that he sees a problem. Yeah, and then he does what he can to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. That that okay. that's his past so far. So like that, he he sees Twitter as a really cool, potentially great, impactful platform that is being stifled in some ways. And so he's thinking, okay, I'm gonna try and do something to kind of fix this. And so it's interesting to think about like what what's next. You know, I've heard him talk recently. Well, maybe it wasn't recently. I just saw a clip of it, but how the Earth is losing population. He thinks it should be more. You know. So I'm. It's always. I'm always interested in like. Okay, what's next? What's he? What's he going for next? What's he trying to fix next right. or something? So it's always interesting to me. But I don't think he has probably bad intentions. I think he's just like trying to do something, and just some people like it, some people don't. I don't know. The main thing to me is what in the hell is wrong with people thinking they know what they would do if they were a billionaire? Like every. <laughs> I mean, he Elon Musk and. 
Bill Gates, uh, any billionaire, handles their money a um, billion times better than you would. Better yeah. than me. Like, all these people are like, like I, I looked it up. I just typed in, why do people hate Elon Musk? And this came from Your Tango. 15 valid reasons people hate Elon Musk. And the first one <laughs> is Musk is considered one of the largest contributors to the global wealth gap. Which, I mean, I guess that just means, you know, there's more poor people in middle class now and, you know, smaller rich class or whatever. I can right. understand I don't trust billionaires no matter what. But if another billionaire, like, bought Twitter, it just maybe because it, they politically aligned with you a little bit more, you, you would I mean, you think they're good? bought the Washington Post. Right. I don't, I don't really see what's the difference. Yeah, and I think he's been a, good, a decent steward with it. it. I mean, it's the Washington yeah. Post is, is what it is, I'm saying. He's not like yeah. he didn't turn it, you know, he didn't go Rupert Murdoch or the way far the other way or, you know, or anything like that. So, I mean, you have to do yeah. bad shit to get where they're at, though. The problem I don't think that any they've of them got, did. Oh, yeah. Matt, Matt, you're muted. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, you can't. There's no way you can't do something. And then once you get that rich, you have to do probably horrible things to feel, right? Like you have to do terrible, <laughs> terrible things just to feel. Because I mean, you can yeah, have anything. So. You can have anything. There's nothing well, maybe, off the table. I mean, maybe buying Twitter was just to feel something. That's what I'm saying. I think he was yeah, fucking around, and then he's like, "Okay, I guess I'll do it." Dude. Yeah. I mean, was he worried that he won't have money one day? That's the that's, that doesn't no, it that crosses his mind. He doesn't really come across to me, and I, I could be totally naive. I, I'm just saying, but it doesn't come across to me like he really even cares about money all that much. Right? He doesn't. He doesn't it's even just like have a house or possessions. Yeah, like I mean, he yeah. just sleeps at places, and then he he just right. cares about work. I mean, he cares he about those work. things, but. It's just interesting that he's he's. Probably, it freaks people out. Yeah, it does. That's, freak people it just out. freaks people just out. Them, yeah, um, the more he, you know, it's like what is that? It's like to me, it's like, are we on the cusp of X Men? Where it's like, what are these super freak smart people able right. to do? Fuck them, the superpower people. Like, well, if he could just do Tony Stark stuff, you know, it's just that's the way it always goes. It's like whether it's good or bad, is it <laughs> divide? You know, leaving us is it? Is he different than us somehow? Fuck him, you know, basically. Even if you know it's hard to judge right. if it's yeah. you know it <laughs> doesn't go good for the not. common that's people. What I, but, I, that's what I well, thinking. he's got to be smart. But that, I think there's an issue with it. The way you know how people were safe on they always say when somebody gets kicked off Twitter, it's like it's a private company. It can just do whatever it wants. You know right. that argument, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And now it's like, oh no, uh, he's gonna yeah. do something. He's gonna right. you got to make him do it the way we wanted. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. that part of it that's kind of <laughs> like uh, there's a fuck you built into that that I think is yeah. kind of you know clever. It's just so much like, you know, all the people who who left Facebook when, you know, the whole political thing and they followed Trump and now they're on whatever right. other platform is or whatever. And it's it's the exact same thing happens on Twitter and Elon Musk buys Twitter and he's not even it's not even that crazy. It's not like he's politically <laughs> super conservative. But they I think people think that means it's just like they think some catastrophic I mean, it's scary. Yeah. It's a scary world out there. But it's like they think he's going to bring Trump back. Trump's going to become president, and then we're going to set off nukes. That's only three steps from here. Yeah, and it's all over. <laughs> we're, th we're now. It's just it's the, and it's inevitable almost. We're now like, two steps he, away from nukes because you know that Elon Musk is evil because it, it, he's a douchebag, right? So he's going to yeah. let Trump on here, and then there goes the nukes, and we're all he's over. better than us. History ended from that. So way to go. Like that's the 
that's the that's the catastrophic way to look at it. Uh, I think this, it's no, yeah. I was gonna say on on this article, <laughs> number five is uh, Musk is believed to be colonizing outer space. This is why people hate him. <laughs> He says Musk plans to, you know, uh, create civilization uh, in space, which will result in dramatically improved life. Improved for exactly who we don't know yet. He says, uh, if this con- it says his utopian plan to move one million people to Mars by 2050 involves creating loans that people will be required to pay back and- <laughs> through work upon their arrival. So they get to go to Mars and work, but they have to pay back the loan. Uh, and then it says, if this concept sounds familiar to you, it's because you were listening during history class when you learned about indentured servitude. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one is, he once claimed college is a waste of time. That's why people hate him. <laughs> These are crazy. I mean, anybody that gets any fame and does anything, you're just going to be hated now. Like, you, there is yeah. no not. But, like, richest, smartest man in the world, that's an easy target. Right? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> you're right. He, because if he say Putin's richer than me, but th- those are the right. two, right? But it's yeah, funny yeah. though because he started out as kind of like the hero to many of those people because yep. he was Tesla and and SpaceX and all that. But it's just it's, it's it makes people very nervous because it's pretty hard to predict. Oh, I know. I'm sure. Except for you, that you predict he'll be effective at what he's aiming for. So that <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that, he hasn't failed. So I have a a, a relate not relate. It's not an Elon Musk question, but I got a related question, I guess you okay. could say, from Matt. It's a little bit of a science question. So, and, and maybe this might not, it's probably not new news. I think I've heard it before, but I didn't really read as much about it. But I saw the, a clip again the other day or a headline that said about the anti-universe. You know what I'm talking about? I'm not Matt. familiar with, you know, exactly what you mean by the well, anti-universe. So I just saw this, it said scientists now theorize that there's an anti-universe moving par- parallel backwards have you don't seen it. it you haven't seen that i don't i don't know it no i don't I'm oh, not okay. well, backwards moving anti so it so that so the universe we're in is moving forwards and that is the exact opposite going backwards that's what the thing that's what said. the scientists I mean, it was say. on like legit like science <laughs> It was like a legit. I forget no, what. I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'd be. I could probably make sense out of it if I had the article. But the, um, you know, I'm sorry, familiar with anti-particles it, and stuff. But but it, what does that even way. mean? I mean, I don't understand what that even means. Like, what they said that that might be the reason that dark matter exists. Mm-hmm. If there's like the the opposite, right? So, but I don't even know what, what does that even mean. Like, what what would that mean if that's true? What does that even mean for anything? Like if there's yeah. some a universe going in reverse. All right, I think I found I think I found it. It's from Live Science. Yeah, go ahead. LiveScience.com. It says our universe may have a twin that runs backward in time. An anti-universe Backward running in backwards okay. in time could explain dark matter and cosmic inflation. Uh, let's see. There might be a, the idea assumes that the early universe was small, hot, and dense, and so uniform that time looks symmetric going backward and forward if true the new theory means that dark matter isn't so mysterious it's just a new flavor of a ghostly particle uh a neutrino that can only exist in this kind of universe and the theory implies that there would be no need for a period of inflation that rapidly expanded the size of the young cosmos soon after the big bang i'm lost completely yeah, I mean, like there is no i have no idea what i even just read <laughs> 
So that's just saying that you you know you understand the idea of inflation. That would probably be a good point to jump in to just yeah, get like gas that prices. Am I right? Like that, right? <laughs> but that the universe is expanding. It that 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 concept makes sense. That every part of the universe yeah. is 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 expanding and getting farther and farther from every other part of the universe. At and the yeah. farther something is away, the faster it's moving away from you. Like there's nothing moving but towards I, that. I can't even go there because what is it expanding into? What's on the other side of the expansion? There has to be something on the other side. Like I mean, if you had a balloon and filled it up with gas, you would see the gas and you see the edges. What what's at the end of the universe? The matter that it's moving to when it moves a the foot, matter. The matter itself there's is moving out outward. So there's a there's a horizon at the end of where there's matter still expanding into nothingness, into the void, into the fabric of the universe. It's, it's, I don't know. You can go back to but so infl- inflation. So it's saying that when the Big Bang happened and inflation happened, there was an opposite reaction of that too. To and so right. it balances and you know something along. That's the basic description of a possible. So in that universe, there's model. an old me getting younger, or is it just? That's I don't know what would be running backwards in time. Is it? Is, That's what I'm saying. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, like what? Like what is backwards? Is, if it's identical, then there is in that universe a mirror of me. I don't think it's saying it's necessarily and identical I'm doing universe, but just, and they're doing everything backwards, and it looks like they're going forwards. They that I mean, I, I might be in the backwards universe. I don't even know it, but it looks like I'm going forwards, but I'm not. Compared to probably, the other, whatever it is, I think it would seem normal over there right. to itself. Basically, but I mean that sounds that, yeah, yeah. That's like that. What's that Christopher Nolan movie that was hard to follow? Memento, Interstellar. Uh, what? No, no, Interstellar. No. no, the the one later he made that was like everything is the Tenet. Yeah, ten. Oh that's yeah, yeah. Where they could throw bullets uh, in funny. the past. That's yeah. a funny sentence of that Christopher Nolan movie that was hard to follow. Just <laughs> all of them. <laughs> well, the reason I said that is because it's the exact same premise. Like you go into the the reverse oh that's right yeah or something so but anyway. as far as antimatter there's the particles that are the inverse of the particles we have like backwards of so like we have an electron yeah they'd have a positron Ooh, is an antiparticle Ooh, that sounds that, cool. so you've heard of a positron right. that's the antiparticle of an electron so you if know, like an antiproton there's a dong what over they, here what? there's a vag over there like it's positive where it's negative here. So you know what I mean? Like, is there, I mean, how do they Equations have to balance. So I don't know, you know. How do they, they react? No, they act the same. They're just like inverse. Oh, okay. It's just, you know, and if a, if a positron and electron collide or interact, they both go away. They don't, neither one exists anymore. Oh, they cancel each other. So it's I a canceling that. thing. So whatever it is, it's all just balancing stuff. So therefore, you get these weird theories. When I don't know, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. But you know what I mean. That's it's something like that. I still don't even or multiverse. I don't even understand dark matter or anything. Anyway, though, I don't understand. Well, they don't really either. I mean, you know, it's just stuff that it calculates in the equations, but we don't know what is causing it or what it is or where it is because it's dark or you know what I mean. It's not emitting light. Do you know what I mean? When we look out in the whole universe, all we see stuff that shines its own light at us. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. You don't see anything that's not radiating crazy amounts of light, but there's many other things certainly out there, right? Yeah. And some of the, maybe they're just fields of energy that have mass or do things that, you know, so it's, you know, but the calculations tell you how much mass must be there to, 
for things to be behaving the way they are behaving. And it, so it gets wacky. All right. I want everybody real quick to, to give me, I'm going to give you three options for this. Okay. You got to give me what percentage you believe yep. they are. Okay. All right. Here are the three choices. One, mm. God created the universe and he just boom and it's there and it's just insane and everything crazy is happening. Hundred. Okay. Two, um, no creator, just random puya. Here we go. Puyan. Three, three <laughs> simulation. So everybody's got to answer a percentage for each. Lunsford, what percentage did you give in those that they're real? I go, I go 50 50 on God. Good Wait, Lord. Oh, no, you got to give me. No, you get 100 total to spread around three oh, possibilities. I, uh, I know my answer. Okay. I'm going to go. I'll go. Oh God! Fifty God, fifty simulation, zero random. Wow! Zero random. Yeah. Wow. Zero random. Damn. <laughs> okay. Zero percent chance that it's random. Man. Okay. Man. My answer is easy, and it is fifty percent uh, random. It's also twenty five percent on the other two. Good lord! Which is you know fifty percent to balance, and 50%. really the power comes in that the. I think that those two are one in the same, the other 25. So it's really a 50 50. Yeah, I was going to say that. I think the other two are. The God simulation the are the same answer. Yeah, it's the same answer, just looking at it a different way. It's a different way of you know, yeah. explaining it. Yeah. But those are identical. And then there's the random one, you know, and both. Well, let's, know, I'll go 50 could, 50. Let's on that. separate the, the God and the simulation by saying it's, it's the, let's just Re- say religious. Religion. It's the religious biblical God versus some supreme AI right. or something. Okay. Those well, are the I, think, yeah. I think that's pretty low. And in no way do I agree that anything that we are calling the, what reality is by what we know by our senses, I, in no way do I think that's actually reality is what I'm saying. Like that's not what we just, we have some perspective on something here, but I don't know. Right. I mean, it's probably much more complicated than anything like the big bang would say. Like, you know, that that's not even, I don't think any, I mean, it's hard to believe that, that, that we're even getting any kind of micro fraction of what is real that we're sensing and experiencing yeah. that I don't at all think we're experiencing a significant taste of reality, even all together, all of humans that have ever lived. I mean, that's a pretty narrow, little, tiny, little, yeah, not view, not view of anything. Well, yeah. so we just here's what I think. To how about this is the third option because I think those two are the same, and so it's random or creator in some format. Third, yeah, it could be created. The for third sure. one is what if you're God, and just like the billionaires, the only way you could feel something is to do something crazy, and so you made yourself not realize you're God, and you're here experiencing your creation, and the, and now you get to feel. Because that you you know God can have anything, do anything. I'm omnipotent, right? He can do anything. But if you just told yourself, you get you forgot your memory, mm-hmm. and now you get to feel all this, and you you feel like a an aging man. This you know was a rock star, and now just a puddle of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like you're doing an incarnation right now. Yeah. Game. Right. Yeah. I right. believe if if we yeah. go those three, I think creator. One definitely, I'm probably, gosh, I probably am seventy five percent on that. 
I think there is some creator. I don't, you know, maybe I call him Jesus or God and, you know, somebody else calls it AI. AI and God aren't any different. Once AI gets all the way, you know what I mean? As far as it's going to go, it'll be all knowing. Right. And then. It, it in its relative position to you, it's just supreme. Yeah, I mean, AI, <coughs> alien AI, and God all merge right. at some point. Yeah, yeah. So I think seventy five percent creator, uh, and then random is probably lower. So maybe I'm, I might be, yeah, I might be eighty five percent creator, ten percent is me, and I made, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I made y'all, I made all of this. And I just, I think that's called syllopism, syllopsism or something like that, where you're, yeah. you're the, God. Yeah. but the only reality or consciousness or thing I can say is real is what my thoughts are and y'all, yeah. you know, so is that one's hard. So I'm probably 10% that. And then maybe five, I think I got to throw something in there for random. So 5% I don't think random. that I'm yeah. 50% that it's like meaningless, random. Exactly. I, I don't think that's what I'm saying, but I'm just saying that the standard materialist scientific model. Yeah. Um, that's all I mean to comment on that. It's just that 50% chance it just happens the way we physics basically understands right. it. Like right, that right. doesn't really sound like I would bet on that though. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't bet on it. So it's probably not really 50, but, and I don't mean 50 that it's all meaningless random either. Cause it's, there's something, there's something yeah. way crazy that's mind blowing more than plain and boring and meaningless. That. I don't put very high on that, but there's probably some way where you could say things are meaningless and it's still nonetheless, I can understand the point of view where people say, but that's the beauty in it all that yet we're here experiencing it, even though it's random. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not such a bad way to look at it. I don't think yeah. like I, I can understand what that one is to say there's not more beyond this or anything else, but it's so it's like, it doesn't really matter because it's all going to be heat death of the universe in- eventually and everything will be gone yeah. or whatever. In a fi- and it's just we're stuck in a physical system. But even still, you can see how that's pretty meaningful and beautiful that we have it and we're here doing it, right? Yeah. Right. Like that's not meaningless. That's not the same thing as meaningless yeah. to me. True. Somebody uh, posited that we live on a prison planet and the aliens, uh, like either we were, the, we were bad people, like the, you know how they sent – uh, criminals to Australia, like we, mm-hmm. Earth was you know, like Australia. They sent all their criminals and stuff there. Or we have a quirk of our personality, or something like a and some kind of trait, something in our our DNA or something, or our chromosomes changing, and we have these weird emotions, or we have some kind of quirk that the other the aliens <clears throat> didn't, and they were like, well, let's just get rid of these people or something like that. You know, like that. There's something different yeah. about us, and that's. What is now we call human, but maybe the aliens are different because we just genetically uh, evolved into something a little different. Like maybe the aliens don't have emotions and we do. And that was looked at as bad. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh-uh, you got to get rid of these people. That's, hmm. that's not uh, logical. Or and you, you can't put zero on, you can't rule it, put out of their reincarnation. You got to put something on that. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's an option. I got you wouldn't throw that one out. Yeah, you got to put something on the reincarnation, right? On. Some some form of yes of a of just a reliving. Return. Well, yeah, but yeah. you had to let go of continuity, which I have no problem yeah. with. Like you won't know it's you or whatever, but that right. doesn't mean right. your spirit or energy isn't gonna then get another body or something. Yeah, like or, or whatever a- whatever frequency you're <laughs> vibing on has happened before and it'll happen again, and somehow it is connected, but you won't 
bit, you will have a continuity about it personally. There is that's got to be possible. There is something peculiar for sure, and it again, it could be <clears throat> could be your brain, it could be whatever, but there's definitely too many stories about spiritual stuff, or too many stories about you know people remembering something from another life or something yeah. where they can yeah. find a body or you know something crazy like that. So, I mean, I think that there is something to all that stuff that exists beyond our realm or whatever. And so that's probably all connected somehow in some way. <clears throat> but I'd probably say for me, I'm probably similar to Toby and like, I'm pretty far up there with Creator. I'm probably 70%. And I'm probably 20%, 20, 25% rent, 20% random. Zero Not the bad I, kind of random, the but potentially the, beautiful the, random. The kind you're talking about. And then, and then but the, then there, and then there's the, nobody saying what about the really just the, the nothing fucking matters point of view. <laughs> is, mean, there, is, is there would you put anything you put I'll I mean, get, I'll give you're going to pretend like that point of view doesn't exist. <laughs> I'll give it a percent. I'm probably I'm probably 1% on I'm God. But then a little bit on reincarnation probably. I'm 10%. I'm God. Ten <laughs> percent. Good lord, that's a pretty good percent. I mean, I just think. I mean, God seems so egotistical, or you know, fully so. Uh, I'm God, not like that, but just that. I mean, maybe this is the only way I could feel something, or you know, there isn't anything else, and this is just my uh, game that I'm playing. You know, I'm just. But you have a decent intuition that you are the source of all. <laughs> yeah, that I, is that true? That, yeah, that I'm the power behind yeah. all of this. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds worse when you say it like that. Yeah. I was thinking of it in a good way, like, hey, man, you know, it's pretty cool that I'm God. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, oh, the other thing I want to talk about that was the the second half of uh, the damn news is that Johnny Depp. Have y'all been following that? Not closely, it's, but more it's lately, circus, it's, been, it's been eking into the everywhere, unavoidable. I see clips all everywhere. The best clip I've seen is the one where they're reading off her talking about not wanting to hang out with him and his friends because they were boring. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> old play, right. playing guitars, and Johnny starts laughing. He's like sitting there in court trying not to laugh. Yeah. And she says he she didn't like it because it was boring. It's just a bunch of old guys yeah. sitting around playing guitar. <laughs> it's just I, I mean he's he's trying to get back money that he lost and, and you know and both the, I don't what what is the trial is it a defamation yes against her yeah, yeah I think that's what okay. it is so he's trying to get yeah um I think I had it pulled up here somewhere but he got fired from movies and stuff like that right like yeah his career just went away so he's doing like a what in some way a service to everybody to yeah, he's, it's, it's got that vibe to it's it. A like hundred like, million well, dollar defamation case. Wow. And and he would probably say it's the money, but it's also that you know, most people wouldn't go through it, you know, to you know yeah. what I mean, but just to, to let people know that it happens or would happen or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he got asked to resign from uh Fantastic Beasts three. And yeah. and so yeah, he lost a lot of money and people were Thinking, you know, he's very abusive. Now, and I, but does she have the money? She doesn't have the money to give it. No, I don't think it's about the him. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can't have a ton. I mean, yeah. she's got money, but not like killer money. Because um, it makes him look bad, still, right? 
Like that's the idea. It's like, well, it still makes him look pathetic, but he can yeah, win. Kinda. But it, but kinda. you know what I mean. Like, but yeah. that's like victims never wanna. Like that nobody wins from victims talking. Yeah. In generally or something, it's like some weird deal. Because it doesn't really help him, right? Right. Does this help him get roles back? Well, it, and reputation. Yeah, I think some, some reputation. People have compassion but for it, him. Right, but not he's not as cool anymore. Like it hurts still. Well, to, it will to some people, no matter what. But this will make people go. Like yeah, his look, value got, is yeah. down still, though. Yeah, it is. Like he doesn't recover his value, or and maybe it devalues him in some other way. But too. I mean, but it well, it does. But I mean, this is the only way to get back some of it. Because I mean, otherwise, if he didn't do anything, people would say, "Oh yeah, he, he beat her." The right. She said that he threw a phone at her and it bruised her face. Um, she called the police and there was some you know domestic incident uh radio called in i mean it's just you know she said he was uh, physically abusive and then but wasn't she, i mean she there's proof she hit him yeah the the, time, she right? was physically abusive to him you know and i don't i mean there is, I, mean, I think he lost a finger yeah over some yeah fight i think so Jeez. like the end of his fingers she got chopped off i don't even know how <laughs> that happened but there was some you know so i don't know what's going to happen but i mean they've been trying to get divorced they were divorced finalized in 2017 and this has still been going on for like a can you imagine just like crazy. this not stopping? That's crazy. And she wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post that says she was abused. Uh, you know, she and then but all so many people, including a lot of big stars, came out in his defense and said he's nothing like that. That he they've never yeah. seen anything like that. He has never not even once. You know, Winona Ryder was one of them. I was like, wow. So I'm, there's that uh, that one tape where it's like their argument. He taped it or something like that. Yeah, and she's yelling, you know, getting mad at him for walking away and not wanting to fix it, and he's like, "I have to, you know, calmly." He's like, "I leave because I'm scared." Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, it's really sad. <laughs> like, you feel kind of bad. Like, it's hard to feel bad for a celebrity. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And well, what will we? What I mean, um, are we going to? Will it be a thing? Is like. This gives vocabulary and precedent to like so many guys. I mean, do you know what I mean? Because they don't report it, right? If yeah. you, right. You know what I mean? It happens. We all know all the time, like unbelievable. But that's not. This isn't typically reported. So will this make yeah. it yeah. start? Oh, you can report. Like you know what I mean? Is is this going to yeah. open yeah. more people making these? Yeah, you know, that's having a, these situations become public. Yeah. Because this typically doesn't go public. Well, this is, and this so. is really interesting because he definitely intentionally recorded her. He he knew something, right? Like, how do you get these these arguments recorded? That was intentional, right? On his part, probably with his phone or something. He said, you know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. There's methods knew. to do it. Yeah. Like like if there's women that are doing whatever. I mean, I guess there's people are going to use uh, toxic femininity as femininity starting from, you know, like, is this yeah. that? And then what can it be? Is this a successful call out of that? And can that catch on, at, you know, with methods of taping and yeah. will you get to see all these ugly, will it be a bunch of ugly stuff aired publicly now? Like of these types of things. Yeah. I'm yeah. not sure if it will, but maybe. Uh, it says in 2020, the phone recordings were released in which heard admitted to hitting Depp. The uh, they got the phone. She said, "Heard admitted hitting Depp. Heard is she's heard is heard saying, uh, I'm sorry that I didn't hit you across the face in a proper slap, but I wasn't. I was hitting you. It was not punching you, babe. You you're not punched. 
I don't know what the motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. <laughs> so I was hitting you, not punching, I guess is what she was saying. And then uh, I think this is what you were talking about, Lunsford uh, said, but, uh, he says, I left last night. Honestly, I swear to you because I just couldn't take the idea of more physicality, more physical abuse on each other because we had continued – because had we continued it, it would have gotten fucking bad. And baby, I told you this once. I'm scared to death. We are a fucking crime scene right now. And then Heard is Heard replied, I can't promise you I won't get physical again. God, I fucking sometimes get so mad I lose it. It's wild. He must <laughs> have known though, because I mean, you know what I mean? Like he had the recording. Like that's if she knew she was being recorded, she would never, you know. They were in their house, I'm sure. Yeah. But that's the only way he could probably prove his side. Otherwise, everybody kind of assumes, yeah, he did it, right? And maybe, I don't even know, maybe he did yeah. do something. I don't know. But they were toxic for each other. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. They yeah. just got stuck and then couldn't get out of it. It's crazy. I'm uh, starting to feel a little bit bad for Will Smith now. <laughs> yeah, I have been for a while. I mean, he's. I think his career might be think over. over? I think it maybe think, a, give it a year. It's Will Smith. I don't know. I don't. Okay, know. how about this? How can you look what, at? What if in one year, it's a buddy cop film with him and Chris Rock? <laughs> I mean, if, but if that movie would be huge. Chris Rock and Chris Rock, but that might be there. loss of value from like a one top flight value dollars might and not be. And he won there, the you know, Oscar for like straw, for like the, like in, you know. This. The day you win the, no, the best know, actor is the last I day mean, of your career. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it seems like everybody's just, you know, the way people are talking and now he's banned and all yeah. this stuff. And he's, gonna, you know, just everything is just like, uh, I mean, I, I know people come back from it, but it feels like it just tainted forever. And I don't know if it, I just don't know if it'll be the same. You'll, you not can't ever watch him and not think right, about that's it. True. Same yeah. with Johnny Depp. That's what I'm saying. This is yeah. so like, oh shit. You know, I mean, it's, it's like, the Browns getting Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Like, yeah. are you ever not going to think about right. that? You know what I mean? Like, that's what it's saying. Like, I mean, can they just ignore that and just say, well, I guess he didn't do that to 20 something women. You know what I mean? Like you just have to, I guess you just have to go. Okay. I'll allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. I know it, it's allegedly to 20 something. It's allegedly. <laughs> I can see allegedly to one or two, but maybe 20, 22. What's so sad about that that is Deshaun is like, to me, like the most upstanding young man, like when he was at Clemson and everything. I mean, just such a good, and even in the like city of Houston, he like was very charitable, just a all around good guy. And I just feel so bad for him because I feel like, I think he's a good guy that wanted to get a little freaky, but then in relationship was worried that, you know, he would be that way with the wrong person. It would come out against him. So, Oh, there's this way that he was able to figure out, I can get my rocks off in a way this way. And it should be fine. Cause obviously these women are okay with it. I think, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's a really creep and did it. It doesn't sound like he was abusive to the, but I don't know all the details and all this is allegedly, but I just feel like it's, I feel so bad. Like why that? It's just, I mean, why do you go to massage parlors? Like, he could have had any super high class prostitute pretend to be a a massage parlor or something. It's just it's very strange. <laughs> like you usually find a masseuse, you find one or maybe two. They're just really good, you know. Especially all those athletes. I mean, he had like twenty different 
masseuses. Yeah, it's, it's just it's weird. It's just weird. But you know, and that's what I, I don't know. I mean, I hope Will Smith can come back. I hope people forget. I hope he moves on and Deshaun same. But it's just like it's tainted. It's tainted. I mean, I feel so bad for him because he was just sitting there and he laughs, and then he realizes he thinks my wife is hurt. And so I got to go. And the way that he walked up there, it was like a a gentleman slap. Like he po- pop and then walked away. You know, like it was like it's like the eighteen hundreds <laughs> slapping each other or something. It felt like like a gentleman slap. And then yeah. Chris Rock had to just keep going, and there's nothing he could have done. Like some people think he should have just jumped on Will Smith and started punching him or something like that. How cool would that have been, or why would that have been? But that would have been terrible. You know what I mean? Well, there's a there was a little part, you know, after that Chris Rock says something like, "Oh, I could," you know, he says something like, "I could," and then he just kind of stops himself. But well, a bunch of people saying he was going to go into like, "I could really take this really, really far." Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. Like with yeah. Think of how how good of a comedian he is. Right. Yeah. How like he, he yeah. shows intentionally not to go. He could have crushed them way beyond about right. Jada and Will and all that stuff because he just picked the right. He made the right decision. If he would have said, yeah, if he'd have doubled down and said, if you th- you think the GI Jane joke's funny, what about this? Do you think Will, Will they come on back? Yeah, up would Will here Smith then, have come back up yeah. and they would actually fault? Yeah. Would Will Smith have had to? He might like, have had after, to because Will Smith might have had I mean, to. After if the he slap, did, yeah. if Chris Rock would have given yeah. his way, he I mean, is, if he I if he would have yeah. like doubled down, would Chris Rock go? Uh, I mean, would Will Smith have gone up and then like really fault? That would have been insane. I think Denzel would have stepped in. Somebody <laughs> would have, but, but Chris Rock would have had the power in that moment to dare such a thing to happen and the security yeah, not yeah. to stop it. He'd have had a lot of power if he would have chosen to take it. Yeah. Uh, interesting yeah. thing I read about that afterwards was because Chris Rock came out a couple of years ago talking about how he didn't realize he had a learning disability maybe, or he might be uh, somewhat on the spectrum and he doesn't pick up on uh, nonverbal cues. And so when uh, when Will Smith was walking up there, the way Chris Rock was being, I they were saying like he might not have even been processing what was happening. Yeah, because he's all he's all verbal, all jokes, conversation, yeah. not Dang. you know reading a situation L- like that. Like he was just like curious about what's happening next. Like oh what's shit, about to happen. Will Smith's coming up. Yeah, like, like what is going to happen? Yeah, not he wasn't in a. Uh, I think yeah, he thought Will Smith right. was going to joke because Will Smith's like a like a super funny, great, likable guy. I think he thought, yeah. "Uh oh, he's going to come up here, and give me a nuggie. Ah, you, you <laughs> don't you talk about her? I'll, I'll see you after the yeah. show." That's what I think. Chris Rock thought they were about to improv a little bit, and then he got slapped. And then that slap, you don't. Even, it probably he, <laughs> he probably barely felt it, and it was just like, "Wait, was it?" Was that a slap? He's having to process all of that oh, yeah. in the moment oh, yeah. in front of That's every huge. giant star and the world. You know, and he's having to process what did yeah. I just get slapped? And by <laughs> Will Smith? I mean, no that if you could have put a bet on that, you know, 30, 30 years ago, or, you know, the day there this would happen. You couldn't it that makes me think, yeah, there is no God. Everything is random. If that happened, then maybe anything can happen. It just did, you know that 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 kind of stuff because that is absurd. Imagine waking up tomorrow and you were like, "I guess I got slapped by Will Smith on ABC or whatever." You know, I mean that's insane. That's insane. Yeah, and then he was feel up there weird. 
Then he was up there after, you know, they accept, uh, Will Smith accepted them. People were hugging him, high-fiving him. And you see yeah. that video of his face. He's just like so yeah. confused and he looks down at somebody in the audience and goes, you know, got kind of shrugs. <laughs> I was like, how, how does he just had to stay up there and deal with that? Whole That's thing. the most bizarre way to get like, canceled, pretty, isn't it? Pretty I mean, respectable. It, like, you know, when you think about yeah. all the things in Hollywood, all the actors and actresses and all that stuff, the reasons they got canceled, that was Will Smith's. Yeah, he chose to slap. <laughs> that was his choice. He did. Un trabajito con ron, con, con. Para mi mamita que me quita mi bombón. Que me quita mi bombón.